Welcome back, everyone. This is Gameplay. I'm your host, Matthew Cause. We're going to be joined by Jonathan Van Tobel in a second, senior NBA analyst and a host at VEASAN, which anyone who listens to the show knows we are a big fan of. They are the sports betting network, the first 24-7 broadcast network dedicated exclusively to sports betting. You can follow them on Twitter at VEASAN Live. That's V-S-I-N. And their team of betting experts deliver all the news, analysis, sports fans need to inform their wagering decisions and again go to vison.com i wonder if any of their uh choices were uh take brooke lopez to have six or more rebounds i did he ended up with one and you know one of the problems was early on when he's in the game everyone was hitting their shots the raptors defense was so bad there was no rebound opportunities and the raptors their credit they were scoring a ton nearly 40 points for fred van vliet the stupid Brooke Lopez doesn't hit his rebound total, and this is where we are at. Uh, Jonathan Van Tobel's on the line. Jonathan, thanks for joining the show today. Hey, happy to be back. Um, let's um, actually, you know what? Before we get into the NBA, I saw a tweet that you sent out from this weekend. It would have been from Saturday night. Jags plus six fifty five in game. Let's do this thing at any point, Jonathan. After four interceptions for Trevor Lawrence, at any point as Jacksonville was making their comeback, did you put any little sprinkle on the Jags? Oh, oh yeah, that was the bet. I bet them in game at plus six fifty five money line. Uh, it was right after they scored a touchdown to go down twenty seven thirteen, if I remember correctly. Um, so I got in on the comeback. <laughs> so Congrats. Uh, it, was a, it was a nice, yeah, it was a nice little lottery ticket to hit. But you could kind of feel, you could see the Chargers' offense kind of sputtering, and you could see the Jags having some success. So felt like it was worth a little bit at six fifty five, and uh, it got home. So that's always fun to hit. Nice work by you. So then, forget a senior NBA analyst. Our NFL analyst is on with us. Is there one of the four games? And we'll just do like straight up spreads here. We're not because I want to get into NBA with yeah. you. Uh, but KC's favored by eight and a half. Philly seven and a half. Buffalo four and a half. And I got 49ers at three and a half. Um, so is, of the four games, and you know, favorite or underdog, is there one? That's calling out to you. That's screaming. JVT, you got to take this one. Yeah, yeah I've, I've been kind of riding this 49ers train a bit. So I laid it with them over the weekend against Seattle. I'm going to come back and lay that cheap three and a half with them again here against Dallas. Yeah, Dallas, I think a lot of people are getting really worked up about uh, taking down Tampa Bay at uh, Tom Brady, which is, it's a good win. And the way that they did it with these is solid too. But this defense is a whole other level that they're facing here. It's not even about what San Francisco can do offensively. And I think Dak Prescott, who actually had quite a few turnover-worthy plays down the stretch for the Dallas Cowboys, might revert back to form here on the road against the best defense in the NFL. So I'll lay three and a half with San Francisco. And we all know about the kicking woes that we saw last week. And also San Fran has an extra day and a half of rest over the Cowboys. Moving over to the NBA, what do you do when it comes to LeBron James? Because he's on this heater, 35 points per game in January, 48 the other night. They're taking on Sacramento, and the Kings are near the bottom in defense in the NBA but this is like the fifth game in seven nights for LeBron. And so I'm kind of leaning towards the under. And they got it set at 34 and a half. 34 points is still a lot. How do you approach when it comes to putting a bet on King James? Yeah, I tend to be pretty boring with these in that I'm looking to bet them under rather than over. You know, all of the factors that you're talking about here. And also, you know, you have to realize as a better. Right, the, the popular play where everybody is looking to bet these, or a vast majority of people are looking to bet these things, is over. Right, it's LeBron James, he's a 
star. Uh, he is a popular player. He is taking on a poor defense. So more often than not, these numbers are shaded a little bit higher than they should be. You're paying you know, a premium on betting this thing over, laying a small price in some spots. I tend to look to bet these things under. And to your point, uh, right, it's pretty high already, and everything on all the outside factors coming into this, I think that it's probably a little high. You're getting more value out of that thing betting it under than you are over because it's a little bit higher than it should be, and you're paying some on that juice too. Yeah, so I, I agree. I think people out there, I know we want to take the over. I always try to find over bets that make sense just because it's more fun. Yeah. But, um, but in this case, everyone likes to bet on LeBron. I would say take the under. Um, well, let's stick on that theme of star player in the under. Uh, Jokic right now deserves to be the MVP favorite um, for, um, you know, he deserves to be the favorite. But it's back-to-back for Denver, and they beat Portland last night, and and Jokic again was incredible, triple-double, shot like 11 of 12, just dumb numbers. But 48.5 points, rebounds, and assists against Minnesota. And again, back-to-back. Jokic played the most minutes of anyone last night for the Nuggets. I'm kind of leaning towards the under, even though it's fun to bet the over on uh, on any Jokic prop. Okay. Yeah, I think that, that relies on whether or not Rudy Gobert is going to play, right? So he's questionable to play today, as is Anthony Edwards. Mm. If Gobert is going to be out there, then I would expect, you know, maybe you should look at that under, like, like you talked about, second leg of a back-to-back. Also, all right, Jamal Murray sat yesterday for the Denver Nuggets, so Jamal Murray's going to be out there. Right. That would mean fewer shot attempts for Nikola Jokic against the Minnesota Timberwolves. And the Timberwolves, to give them some credit, too, since the start of January, have started to turn things around a little bit. They're playing better defensively. Uh, they've won. They're starting to win with a little bit more regularity. They're starting to, although it's been a while already. They're starting to get used to playing without Carl Anthony Towns. Their offense has started to take off a little bit. Uh, I, I would probably look, to, like to your point, to bet Jokic under for a lot of different factors. But I think the things you want to wait for is see if Rudy Gobert is going to play today. And if that's going to be the case, that would definitely lead you to playing that under. Because Murray out there and Gobert out there, I think that would alter his numbers there against Minnesota. So if we were doing a show all about betting the unders, and this would be like the sharp show. But I'm a dummy. I'm a fan. I need me some overs. And also, I like to grab uh, narratives that don't mean squat, but I don't care. I'm going to take them. So I love Luka Doncic over 34.5 points tonight against Atlanta. The Hawks team that once passed him in the draft. Every player has got a long memory and a thin skin. I'm taking the over of 34.5. Jonathan Von Tobel from Vison. How say you, sir? Uh, I, I don't hate it. I mean, he, look, he's going to get the shot attempts, right? And that's always going to help because it's Luka Doncic. It's going to be there for him. I guess if I was to poke a hole in it, uh, it would be that, you know, Atlanta, from a defensive standpoint, is starting to get healthy, right? Clint Capella back on the floor. Uh, DeJounte Murray's been back for a while now, too. And that has been the only consistent thing for Atlanta, like this entire season has been their defense. Their offense has kind of stunk, but their defense has been pretty solid. They're 12th in non-garbage time defensive efficiency. They're much better with Clint Capella out there. They have some good wing defenders. They can throw at Doncic. Uh, maybe they're going to go with the game plan of get the ball out of his hands and get everybody else involved. Um, that might probably work against him a little bit, right, if you're going to the under, if you're trying to work that angle. Also, sounds like Dorian Finney-Smith is going to be back out there. Dorian Finney-Smith is a pretty good catch-and-shoot three-point shooter, so maybe that means one or two fewer attempts for Doncic and one or two for him. Uh, I think that's probably the case that you're making if you're going under the uh, under the total for Luka Doncic points. Uh, I don't know if you wanted me to make that case, no. him, but I think that's where you're going. <laughs> I wanted, I needed one over. So between, uh, okay, then let me ask you this: Jokic, yeah. Doncic, LeBron. You can only you got to bet the over on one of those three. Which one do you do? 
Hmm. I probably all right. If we're making if you're making me pick between the yes. three of them, yes. I probably rank them LeBron, Luca, and Jokic. How about that? In terms of the way I'd want to bet them over, just because to your point about like if we go back to LeBron really quickly. That is going to be a fast-paced game. Those are the, that is teams second and fifth in terms of pace in the NBA. So they're going to get up and down the floor. They've gotten the Lakers a lot quicker with Anthony Davis not playing. They obviously don't have much shot creation out there too. So I guess if I was ranking all those, if I want to bet one over, I'd probably go with LeBron. All right. Um, I, we end with this. I just saw this tweet, and you can say big deal, little deal, or no deal. Uh, a reporter who covers the Brooklyn Nets. And it's been ages since we've had to feast off the soap opera that is Brooklyn. Uh, Kyrie was asked why Kevin Durant's absence is different this year. He says, well, I'm constantly in the lineup. That helps. We also don't have anyone who is halfway in-in the locker room. And in-in is not a typo. Kyrie is saying they don't want anyone in the locker room who is halfway in. I don't know if that's anything against Kevin Durant. I, I, I feel like it's maybe more against James Harden. But anytime Kyrie speaks, I at least have to bring it up. Uh, big deal, little deal, or no deal? I, I think it's I think it's no deal, right? It sounds like what he's saying is, you know, like it's not a big deal that Kevin Durant's not playing because we have a locker room that is filled with guys that are in and not not are to like to use his term aren't halfway in in right. Uh, this is a pretty galvanized group. It's. I mean, if you think about it, you could kind of make the weird case if you wanted to, like if you're in that locker room, uh, that it's a bunch of guys with chips on their shoulders who are kind of playing against everybody else, right? Kyrie Irving, the world thinks he's crazy. Ben Simmons, everybody's giving up on him. Kevin Durant, everybody thinks he's a thin-skinned loon who's always on social media. Like, you could probably galvanize each other relatively easily if you really buy into it. I mean, look, we saw Georgia, right, think that they were an underdog for some reason. <laughs> I know. a massive favorite, right? So uh, <laughs> I would think that eh, it sounds like maybe nothing uh, for that part. And they've been playing relatively well, though they've lost the two games without KD. They've been yeah. playing pretty well for the most part all season. They have been. By the way, is there anything more annoying than when the team wins the championship? No one believed in us. You had the second <laughs> shortest odds at the beginning of the year. You were favored by two touchdowns. Stop it with that. That, or to be honest with you, I thought the reporter who asked him the question was even more shocking. If you remember, she asked him, there were a lot of doubters. Right, I was like, right. What kind of a question is that? There was nobody who doubted them. Yes, you're right. I want to go to that reporter and just go cite your sources. Who is the people that <laughs> doubted? Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's, that's 100% right. Of course, Jonathan, uh, your answer to the last question is 100% wrong. This is Kyrie saying that Durant is lousy, horrible. He uh, hurts the team, drags them down. It's his team now. And check out his new documentary. Actually, don't check out his new documentary. Uh, Jonathan, always appreciate it. Again, everyone out there, vsin.com, V-S-I-N.com. You'll find Jonathan and so many of the other uh, great guests that come on this show plying their trade over there. They do a fantastic job. Thanks so much for joining the show today. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Take care. That is Jonathan Von Tobel.